Welcome to The Untrue Show, a personal journal covering pop culture, millennial life, relationships, and career from an untrue point of view. Hosted by me, Dana Jones. Welcome back. I'm ready and here and excited. I always get excited when it's time to record, so I hope you guys feel that energy coming through. I am in my... Like outside of my normal posting place, uh, sitting right in front of the street, watching cars go by as the sun goes down in the afternoon. And I'm excited about the topic that I have to talk about today because I'm going to be talking about the Adidas Ivy Park launch, the marketing behind it, what I loved, what I didn't really like, and overall my thoughts on what they did. So let's jump into it. I, like I said before, am a marketer by day. So I work in digital marketing and that's been my whole career. I majored in marketing in undergrad and I'm in graduate school now, majoring in innovation and entrepreneurship. So kind of gives you a little bit of my background more deeply, I guess. (laughs) But I, and it's the first time I ever did this. So I actually went to the mall, uh, to Lenox Mall on launch day of Ivy Park and Adidas. So go into the mall, I get there about eight, 50 walk in and Adidas store has like 35 people in line so I see them in line I walk up to a security guard and I'm like hey how can I get a wristband he's like oh the line starts outside so it's like 46 degrees uh the Saturday that launch happened in store so I he points outside to where I'm supposed to walk so I walk outside and then there's like maybe 45 people outside in line in front of me as I get in line so get in line I'm thinking this line should move pretty quickly it doesn't move very quickly. (laughs) So I called a girlfriend I went to high school with and she met me up there and we ended up waiting together. She made it, the time go by a little bit faster because she's really funny. She showed a lot of jokes. And then the people that I met in line were like super Beyonce stands. And I always think about this whenever Beyonce does something and I support it. I'm like, I'm not a stand. <laughs> but then I look back on some of my purchase decisions and I actually purchased pretty much every Beyonce album. I've been to the two on the run tours, loved her Super Bowl performance. So I'm definitely a pretty big fan. So um, I don't have like a stand, you know, Finsta account um, because one of the people we met in line definitely has an account. No one's ever seen her face and it's literally just a Beyonce stan account. And I introduced her to my friend. I was like, hey, she runs a Beyonce stan account. I was like, I mean fan. And she said, no, no, it's stan. So (laughs) people wear that with a badge of honor. I'm a pretty big Beyonce fan myself. I love her music. I remember listening to Dangerously in Love, her first album when I was in high school and just being in awe of it and appreciating it and excited about it even uh, B-Day I really like that one too so just looking back on all her albums early early stage I remember buying Survivor the Destiny's Child album the first one with Michelle on it and listening to that up and down I love Apple Pile of Mode Bootylicious all those things if you're a TRL kid you remember those days very well so long story short I'm a Beyonce fan but I had never ever waited in line for clothing and my friend was telling me that on Jordan release days, it's kind of a similar hype experience. So we waited. I ended up getting inside maybe, maybe I was outside an hour and a half. So by 10 a.m., we made it in, and the mall's just opening, so more people are walking around. And we ended up walking in, and they time you. You only get a couple minutes to shop, so it was nice that we had time to kind of pick what we wanted. I knew very early on the items that I wanted, so it was pretty easy for me to pick them out and then of course I bought one splurge item that I didn't expect to buy but I really really like now so I'm excited that I got it it's the cream jacket with the cutout sleeves on 
um, where you can take the buttons down and have it be sleeveless at your shoulder I guess that's the best way to put it and then the biker shorts and the sports bra that match the biker shorts so that, that's perfect for me it's already stuff I pretty much wear but when I saw someone wearing the cream sneakers I was like I need those in my life too but fortunately for my budget the sneakers were sold out so did not get those kind of stuck to some simple pieces and I'm excited about them I've never really purchased Adidas in the past so I would say it definitely motivated me to purchase it because she was partnering with them and I really liked the colors definitely a fave of mine was the colors um and the unique take on athleisure I mean athleisure is so popular now every time I go I pretty much see people wearing workout pants or people wearing you know workout shoes or tops it's just kind of what we do now it's cool before it was not so cool I remember being a kid in the 90s and wearing you know jogging suits and remember we used to like pull one leg up because LL Cool J did it I remember that trend but whenever I would go in and out of dance or gymnastics I had a different jogging suit to pull up over my leotards and my tights so I definitely remember those days and I think nowadays it's more the tight leggings and the hoodies and you know Lululemon and um Athleta is a big thing and you know whatever store you can get your hands on it Nike has been stepping up their design game so I think it was really great timing for Beyonce to partner with Adidas and I was reading different articles talking about how Adidas is really hoping for a big win by partnering with Beyonce and a lot of people in line said the same thing I just said they said they just really had not paid a lot of attention to Adidas they hadn't purchased it in a long time just because they're more Nike fans. It's just a little bit easier to access Nike. I know me, I have purchased sneakers off the sneakers app and I shop Nike.com pretty often. And that's kind of my go-to for my athleisure shoes and my workout shoes. Cause it's just so simple and they have so many offerings, but this definitely made me think maybe I should look more at Adidas. They had a lot of cute stuff that wasn't just Beyonce stuff in the store. So a lot of cute pastel colors, maybe cause we're coming into early spring, clothing launches but yeah so I'll definitely take another look at what they're doing in the future just because they're you know they're a contender they have some nice stuff and it was reasonably priced and comparable to other athletic wear out there like Under Armour and Reebok Um, definitely not on the same level of pricing as Athleta and Lululemon but it was more affordable so I definitely appreciate that I Definitely, in terms of favorites from this launch, I would say I love the celebrity unboxing. But I do have a con to that. So one of the ones I really, really liked was Reese Witherspoon because she literally got the box. She tried on the clothes. Like she put a lot of effort into, you know, showing off what was in the box. But then I saw some celebrities get the box and never really show what was in the box and just kind of say, thanks, Beyonce, and do like a little blurb. Um And they had to have known they were getting these boxes because they have to give their sizes, right? If they're getting shoes, you need to know what their shoe sizes are and you need to know what their clothing sizes are. But, you know, celebs, they have people. So maybe their people gave their information and Beyonce's people got to their people and the people got it delivered. You know, all those things that happen when you're rich and famous. But regardless, I felt like 
more of the celebrities should have put in effort, like Reese Witherspoon. I know Janelle Monet did it. I know Lala took pictures with the clothes. Yara Shahidi took pictures with the clothes. Uh, I saw Kelly Rowland in the clothes, Haley Bieber. So that was a big selling point for me is seeing people actually wearing the outfits because my body type is not like Beyonce. Um, so it was nice to see when Reese literally tried on different pieces and tried on different shoes because she's petite and she's shorter. She has a different body type. Uh, Lala is a little bit taller than Beyonce, I think, but she has a different body type. Kelly Rowland is more on the thin side. You know, Yara is younger. So everybody just kind of had a different st- style and swag about themselves when they put the outfits on, which I really liked seeing it. And I think that was the best way to market it to an extent. I did appreciate how not everybody who got stuff was a super, super celebrity. I saw this one Beyonce super fan who got a box full of stuff. I saw a couple people just get, not just get, but I saw a couple people get boxes with beanies and the crossbody bags, which were really cute. So, you know, I'm sure anyone who gets something from her can use that as bragging rights. I saw a video today floating around uh, Twitter, not Facebook, floating around Twitter of NeNe leaks from Real Housewives of Atlanta saying, I tried to buy it, Beyonce, but send me some. I'm about to call Michelle. I'll talk to you, Kelly. It was just, I mean, I kind of laughed a little bit. So I was like, wow, NeNe, if, if the other housewives see that video, I feel like they should use that in the um what is the inner confessionals where they all get together to recap the season and talk it out duke it out is it recap reunion specials and be like nene girl you were begging for the ivy park <laughs> yeah i would definitely use that in my sh- reunion episode strategy <laughs> but i i really like that uh i I, w- I think that this is phase one of their marketing because there's only so much leverage you can get out of the celebs getting the the collection early and they really can't do that for the next launch or the next rollout so they're going to have to kind of take other approaches in different phases and I definitely think this isn't the only you know big push of Ivy Park and Adidas I think they're going to do it bigger next time uh, so that kind of leads me into one of the cons or one of the unfaves about this whole approach to me was Adidas so I felt like they weren't really vocal or outgoing or forthcoming with information forthcoming it's definitely the best word here forthcoming with information about what was happening where to go how to get there so for instance when I went to the Adidas store I looked on Twitter I looked on the web I looked on you know Adidas website for information about which stores would have it I figured that Linux Mall would have it and I saw fans tweeting about Linux Mall having it I just thought it's the biggest mall in Atlanta this is where everybody goes it's got to be there so I'll just take a chance and go where I feel like I messed up is the super super stands the Bay Hive as we were told got there at five o'clock in the morning yeah five o'clock in the morning and for me I could have gotten there at five o'clock I'm an early morning person I probably would have taken Marta right up here and walked right over to the front of the mall and waited just because like I said I'm a morning person so it wouldn't have been anything for me to be up that early but because I didn't see much communication I just thought oh maybe the store open at eight or a little bit early I saw some stores open at seven so I thought oh 8 50 no one's really going to be there no one was really there I would say there weren't a hundred people waiting but there were a good maybe 65 before 10 p.m. Well, 65 before 9 a.m. And then by 10 a.m., 
it was about 75 to 100. So it did increase as it got closer to time. But what really held our line back was the fact that they were letting people in and in a small quantity. And then those people were taking orders over the phone or taking pictures. And so once the store shut that down, the line started moving a little bit faster. I just think they were very vague or ambiguous about what was happening, how it was going down, all the little nuances and rules they had. We had to wait in that line to get a wristband. And when we got inside the store, we had to wait like five minutes. We had five minutes to shop everything. And there was not that much stuff there. I would say I've seen a lot of pieces that I didn't even see in store, like the bodysuit. I didn't see those big, huge parachute looking jackets. Um, none of the shoes were left by the time we got in. And when I tell you there, I don't feel like there were 50 people ahead of me. Maybe there were, maybe not. But at the same time, it's like, I I would have thought they would have more shoes in stock, but scarcity is one of those things that makes for higher demand. I think more people want all that stuff just because there was such low quantity of it. And everybody's really into Beyonce, everybody's into Ivy Park and the scarcity, I think, work to their advantage because people are still talking about all the things they didn't get how much they would love to shop the brand in the future and I think that's probably where Adidas is going to have the big win if they have the best social media tools out there they can really listen in and get a sentiment analysis on what everybody thought of it and use all those findings to make things better in the future a couple things people said in line were how they had so many issues trying to shop the pre-sale the website wasn't working or they would get stuff put their credit card in and then everything was shut down to say like you can't get this and it just was very stressful and it's one thing if one person has a story but when you hear like 12 or 15 people saying it in the line and then when you look on Twitter and you know hundreds of people are saying the same thing there then maybe the problems with the brand not with the customer or the user ability to access stuff so I would think that's something that they can improve on in the future they probably need to increase their social team the volume of people on it and also their email correspondence but also at the same time I think were they trying to leverage that ambiguous part of things just because that's how Beyonce is she we knew when it was dropping but I think there was a lot of vagueness about how to get stuff in the stores um and so yeah creates a high demand I would say I think that in the future one of my not favorite things about what happened is a lot of the people in the line were plus size and they couldn't get the sizes that they wanted or the clothing that they wanted because nothing would fit them I will say the pieces I bought ran on the bigger side so I bought a size down in the sports bra and I bought a size down on the jacket however I don't think that everybody has the the privilege of doing that based on their size so I would say they were kind of left out of this launch and I would think a lot of her fans you know might fall into a plus size category or might be really interested in buying the plus size clothing even some of the guys I'm sure not all the guys can fit into the women's sizing that were available and then with the shoes I mean yeah, I'm kind of sad I didn't get shoes, but maybe in a future launch. And now that I know what they look like, I would love to have a pair to match my outfit. Uh, you know, I might become an Adidas fan now. It definitely felt a little bit nostalgic when I was shopping in the store. I was like, ooh, Run DMC, Hello Cool J. Because I think Adidas had its big hip hop era 
dominance in the 80s, you know, right around the time when those bands were big. So I was noticing a lot of the black and white designs and styles they had, and even some of the pastel looks that they had, like a lavender and a really light powder pink. I was like, wow, that looks very 80s and retro to me. But, you know, everything old comes new again. The fanny packs, the crossbody bags. I feel like they were so big when I was younger, and now they're having this big resurgence and this big moment. I mean, I have one already, or I probably would have looked at buying one of the Ivy Park ones because the cream one was so cute. And even the burgundy one, when we got inside, all the beanies were sold out. So I didn't look at those. And even the hat with the cutout for the ponytail in the back, I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. I've seen other, you know, hats do it before, but I mean, this one was Ivy Park, but they didn't have any of the burgundy one left. I didn't see the jumpsuit when I got in there. So I'm not sure if the store here got it. And in fact, I ended up going back to Lenox Mall on Sunday of the same weekend, and they had not one piece of Ivy Park merchandise left at all out front. <laughs> um, I know our store brought in employees from another store just to accommodate the demand and the mat rush, but next time I think I'll be a little bit more prepared. I probably, again, won't try to buy anything online just unless unless it might be better so maybe I'll attempt it but if it's not much better I'll definitely go into the store in person like I said getting up early isn't a thing for me and I thought everything was really cute it wasn't overpriced or anything like that and just the overall experience I I would relate it to my experience going to Prince's last concert in Atlanta at the Fox Theater just because the people you meet in the line they're so passionate and they're so in knowledgeable about the brand and knowledgeable about Beyonce and they're so excited about it and they're passionate about it and that's one thing that I really liked being around I love being around people who get they have their thing that makes them happy and gives them drive and excites them and there were so many people there who I know know 10 times more about the Beyonce brand experience and all the things that came out in the line but it was just nice to be around that energy I think that was one of my favorite things about this whole experience is just being around people who are enthusiastic and they just love something. I mean, I don't want to be around Debbie Downers all the time <laughs> for sure. So it's nice to be around people who, who find something and they appreciate it and they like it and they're just enthusiastic about it and they're know-it-alls about it and they just like it. So I, I like that love. I was feeling it. And even though we were waiting in the cold, we were together, the guy next to me, didn't have on a jacket so we kind of all stood around him because he was shivering he was so cold he was very thin and the thing about it is you don't expect to go outside I really didn't expect to go outside and if you ever shopped at Lenox Mall here's a tip Lenox used to be an open mall like an outdoor mall so the air just does not circulate well so I went into the mall with the intention of getting in and getting out so I was not dressed to be standing outside either I had on my oversized denim jacket I had on some uh, workout leggings and some sneakers I didn't even have on socks so as soon as I stood out there for maybe 30 minutes I was like I wish I had on my boots like my snow boots because it was about 46 degrees and um, I didn't wear a scarf because I was like, oh, it's going to be too hot to carry my scarf around. So next time I'll have some Starbucks, my scarf, my snow boots, just be a little bit more prepared for <laughs> waiting if I ever do this again. But I, like I said, the energy of the people is, is just really cool. I was telling my parents that I did that whole, had the whole experience and my dad was like, I would never have waited outside like that. And I'm like, 
okay but it was so fun and it's just one of those things you can have a story to tell about it and everybody I told that I got something they're like oh that's so cool you know I didn't get anything and that's cool too or everything you got is so cute so it was nice to just share the experience and just 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 be in the moment and just do it step outside of my comfort zone because part of me saw the line I was like no but I just really want to be able to talk about the whole thing and just go through it and I wanted the items so I'd say it was definitely worth it like I said I learned a lot and just watching the whole campaign was a great a great learning because I love seeing great marketing campaigns and I think it was unique what she did and hopefully there are more fun unique takes on it in the future I'm sure there are but we're always going to be surprised I think Beyonce is really great at owning her brand and marketing herself and creating that sense of you like her it's a likability but it's also a sense of hmm what's the best word secrecy I'm gonna surprise you like I love that (laughs) I don't want to you know look at something that's always predictable I know what you're gonna do every time I know how you're gonna be every time I know what you're gonna throw out at us I love the ambiguity of it um I wish it wasn't as ambiguous figuring out where to go so early into the cold but I think that's part of the mystique of her brand and why we like the brand so much why we love her so much it's because she's always surprising us always pushing outside of the envelope It's definitely one of my faves about this, too, is the fact that she's very creative and has a team around her of people who are also equally creative, if not more creative, to help her execute on these dreams that she has. Because I'm sure, you know, you don't just decide to send people an orange rolling cart of clothing and shoes on your you know by yourself like you don't get that done as one person you tell people about it you have a dream about it and then those people help you execute on that dream so knowing that she has this team of people who are also thinking in that same light and creating at that same level and executing at that same level is really cool I mean I definitely aspire to work for a team or group who's able to see something come into fruition like that and just to see it manifest because it has to start somewhere you know we see the end result but there's brainstorming there's there's the creation process there's the execution process there's the testing process because it's not going to be right the first time so how did they get from where they started to where they got in the end with what they gave out to people and then even with the design so hopefully you know there'll be more designs and more partnerships between the two brands in the future um I'm excited to see what comes next I never bought Ivy Park when it was with Topshop I can't really explain why um I really don't know why I just never purchased it before so I'm excited about the pieces that I got and I like them and their quality and I would definitely do it again. It was a fun experience. And if you guys are trying to do it, I'd highly recommend that as well. Thank you so much for listening to The Untrue Show. If you would like to keep in touch with me on social media, you can find me as The Great Nana J on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and on my blog at thegreatnanaj.com. Please leave me some feedback if you enjoyed this episode. Tell me what I can do better or tell me what you loved and what you'd like to see more of. I'd really appreciate it. And I hope you guys tune in next week. Thank you so much. And if you got some Ivy Park, congratulations. If you didn't, I think that there's going to be more to come in the future. So I can't wait to see what you guys get. Talk to you later. Bye.